Recorded live. And welcome to episode 410 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Team Edition on Talk Shoe. Taylor Phillips along with Lewis Tenor. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Pistons route the Nets 114-80 like they were supposed to. Andre Drummond, third 2020 game of the season, 22 points, 20 rebounds. 9 of 15, 4 for 6 from the free throw line. It's not too shabby. A plus 16. Eric Moreland with a plus 24. Rough night for Bowman Mayanovich, except he had a block, a minus 6, 2 points. Eric Moreland with 2 points. But the Pistons held the Nets to just 80 points. The Brooklyn Nets are a bad team, 15 and 26. Pistons mm-hmm. 22 and 18. Avery Bradley 13 points, five assists. Man, everybody, well, everybody with three players were in double figures and pluses in the plus category, in the plus range. Tobias Harris also with 22 on 10 of 14. Ish Smith with 8. Reggie Bullock with 7. Luke Kennard with 13. Dwight Bites with 17 points. Not bad for a rookie. Stanley Johnson returned 20 minutes, 0 points, 5 rebounds, 2 steals. Langston Galloway, just two points. He's starting to tail off, to really tail off. Henry Allenton with four rebounds. Pistons go to Chicago at United Center and play the Bulls Saturday at 8. Bulls, 13th place, 15 and 27. The Pistons should drop down to it. But then again, it's a rivalry game. You never know what the hell could happen. Pistons stand in 7th place in the East. Transitioning to college basketball, the Michigan State Spartans let the Rutgers Scarlet Knights force overtime but they squeeze out a 76-72 win in overtime at Breslin Center at home against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, who are now 11-7 and 1-4 in the Big Ten. The Spartans, coming off side effects from their 80-64 route loss at the Ohio State Buckeyes this past Sunday at Value City Arena, Rutgers shoots 27.8% from three-point range. They out-rebound the Spartans 40-36. to 36. That's, that's one of the reasons, one of the key reasons why the Knights forced overtime. <coughs> that's, even if the Spartans win, that's still unacceptable. They, they should have played better than that. But then again, that's, that's what they are, a mediocre team in the Above that, only an above average team. That's not good enough. 
who advanced past the second round, the round of 32 in the big dance. That's um, that's how I view it, at least. Barnes are home against the Wolverines Saturday at noon on Fox. Speaking of the Wolverines, their football program will get back running back Karan Higdon for the for the 2018 fall season. Their leading rusher says he will return. And finally. I just got to, I, I forgot to announce this last night when I was flying solo, but but then again, I was waiting for you to hear this. I had a compromising thought with my NHL realignment concept. What if it stood and, they, and the regular season schedule consisted of, of, of more each of both division and rivalry games, including the division for example, a division uh, game, including the Red Wings and the Blue Jackets and the Red Wings and the Sabres in the Northeast Division, and the Red Wings still played the Blackhawks more games in more matchups at the same time. If we had to, if we had to extend, if we were the board of the NHL board of governors and the league and the Players Association, we would have to agree to extend the regular season schedule to about 100 games. Hmm. Fans, hockey fans want more hockey anyway, right? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But the thing is, when would you be able to start the season, though? Would you would you start earlier, or would you have the regular season go, go later? Um, I would say, man, I, well, I, if I can't wait for hockey, I would, I would say, like, a little bit of mid late mid late September, ah, okay. and uh, have the regular season schedule end like late April. All right. And the playoffs would start at the probably at the end of April or early May, whichever it may be. More sports fans care about the NHL than the NBA, understandably. Yes. So, so I would give the NHL fans what uh, more of what they want in co- in a compromising detail. I'm still, I'm I still have to do my realignment concept 100% in a 100% geographic form. But speaking of which, speaking of the NHL, uh, Pierre Maguire, I heard, had surgery for prostate cancer, plans to return next month for the Winter Olympics. That's coming up on uh, Lois Tenor's National Sports Report, which starts right now. Take it away. All right. We'll start off. Uh, we'll start with the ice as usual, as there's only two games on the schedule tonight. Talk about light. All right, and it goes like this. First up, it was the Senators over the Maple Leafs, four to three. Uh, Pratt uh, gets the winning with the winning goal 
late in the game and takes the win there. Wild over Blackhawks, 2-1. to one. Uh, Ryan Suter uh, gets the game winner for the, for the Wild over the Blackhawks. That's, um, his uncle um, actually played um, hockey at one time. All right, so now we'll go to the standings, and it goes like this. In the, in the Eastern Conference, Tampa Bay still leads with 65 points at 31-9-3. The Bruins are 23-10-7-53 points. Also 53 points are the Leafs at 25-17-3. The Panthers are at 42 points at 18-18-6. Your Red Wings are 17-17-7 at 41 points. The Canadians are at 40 points at 18, 20, and 4. Senators are 15, 18, and 9, 39 points. And bringing up the rear is at 29 points is the Sabres at 10, 24, and 9. Oh, boy, that's awful. Metropolitan Division shapes up like this. Capitals are still in front at 57 points at 27, 13, and 3. Blue Jackets are at 53 points at... 25, 16, and 3. Devils are at 52 points, 22, 11, and 8. Rangers, 49 points, 22, 15, and 5. The Penguins are at 47 points at 22, 19, and 9. And it's Philadelphia uh, Flyers, Hurricanes, and Islanders all have 46 points, but a slight, uh, but a little slight difference in uh, games-wise. The Flyers and Hurricanes are tied each at 19, 15, and 8, and the Islanders are 21, 18, and 4, but each all have the same amount of points. It's getting good. Western Conference. Jets, the surprise team of the year, I think, so far in this, in this division, are 59 points at 26, 11, and 7. Uh, the Predators are 56 points at 25, 11, and 6. The Blues are at 55 points, 26, 17, and 3. Stars are 24, 16, and 3 at 51 points. The Wild are at 50 points at 23, 17, and 4. The Blackhawks are at 21, 16, and 6 at 48 points. And the Avalanche are at 47 points, 22, 16, and 3. Last place, but still respectable. The Pacific Division, the Golden Knights are at 60 points at 29, 10, and 2. The uh, Kings are 53 points at 24, 13, and 5. The Sharks are 48 points at 21, 13, and 6. Flames are 48 points at 22, 16, and 4. Ducks, 47 points at 30, uh, 19, 15, and 9. Oilers are 18, 23, and 3, 39 points at 36, 38 points are the Canucks at 16, 21, and 6. And the Coyotes dead last, 10, 27, and 6, 26 points. Sorry to sound so morbid. All right, so now we'll go to the schedule for tomorrow's games. And the schedule, again, a light one, and it shapes up like this. Your 7 o'clock games are the Blue Jackets versus the Sabres. The Hurricanes versus the Capitals and your 7:30 game are the Flames versus the Lightning. 
two nights in a row, and it's a very it's a very light schedule. Mm-hmm. Then again, a lot of teams are taking those uh, five day um, rest periods. I wonder why though they would decide to do it um, now this month because the All Star Game is just uh, two and a half weeks away. So to me, it's a little odd that they take their um, their five day break now. I don't think they would wait do it like uh, after the um, All Star break. But what do I know? <laughs> All right, so we'll go down to the uh, NBA. And it seems like this was a big night in the NBA. Let me tell you that right now. All right, in two overtimes, the Bulls beat the Knicks 122-119. to 119. I'm sickened by it. Uh, Markkinen had 33 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist. Jared Jack, triple-double, though, 16 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists in a very hard-fought game. Too bad we lost. The Rockets over the Blazers, 121-112. Damian Lizard, Lillard, 29 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. That was being, I was being sarcastic, by the way. Chris Paul, 37 points, 11 assists, and 7 rebounds. The Grizzlies over the Pelicans, 105-102. DeMarcus Cousins had 29 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Marcus Saul, 21 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 assists. The Wolves over the Thunder, 104-88. Russell Westbrook had 38 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Jimmy Butler had 26 points, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds. Games in progress. Uh, the Hawks are leading the Nuggets right now, 102-90, with just about three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Dennis Schroeder has 15 points, 10 rebounds to... A 10 assists and 2 rebounds. Gary Harris has 25 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. Mavericks over the Nuggets, 115-111. Harrison Barnes had 25 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists. Kemba Walker had 41 points, 4 assists, and 3 rebounds. Ooh. The Heat over the Pacers, 114-106. to uh, Whiteside had... 16 points, 15 rebounds, and one assist. And Victor Apodalo had 26 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists. Jazz over the Wizards, 107-104. Uda, 16 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. John Wall, 35 (laughs) points, 11 assists, and 6 rebounds. As we mentioned, the Pistons just um, drowned the Nets 114-80. to Not surprised. Andre yeah, Drummond, 22. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, Andre Drummond, 22 points, 20 rebounds, 5 assists. Alan Crabgrass, I mean Crabtree, 20 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. That's what Drummond does best. That was bad, I know. Uh, Magic over the... No, Heat Bucks over the Magic, 110-103. Uh, Evan uh, Fourier had 21 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. The Greek Freak had 26 points, 7 rebounds, and 1 assist. I can see why he's got more votes for the All-Star game. Uh, In the second quarter now, the Clippers lead the Warriors 41-38. C.J. Williams has 10 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist. Durant is 11 points. Four rebounds and one assist. But remember, the game is not over, so anything can change. 
All right, so let's go to the standings. And they go this way. Boston's still in front now, uh, 33-10, and 10, and have a... Thirty-three and ten, and they have a three-game lead over the Raptors at twenty-six and eleven. Cavaliers are five and a half back at twenty-six and fourteen. The Heat twenty-four and seventeen at eight back. The Heat, I'm sorry, the Wizards are nine back at twenty-three and eighteen. The Bucks twenty-two and eighteen, nine and a half back, along with the Pistons. And the Pacers are twenty-one and twenty, eleven back. Uh, the outside looking in, the Sixers are 19 and 19, 11 at back. The Knicks 19 and 22, 13 back. Just when I thought they're going to make a run, Hornets are 15 and 24, 16 back. The Nets 17 back at 15 and 26. Yuck. The um, the Bulls, who won tonight's game, are now 15 and 27, 17.5 back. The Magic are 20 and a half back at 12 and 30, and the Hawks are 10 and 30, 21 and a half back. Oh boy. The Western Conference. The Nuggets, uh, the Warriors are 33 and 8, have a three and a half game lead over the Rockets at 29 and 11. Spurs, 28 and 14, five and a half back. Seven back are the Wolves at 27 and 16. The Blazers are 11 back at 22 and 19. Nuggets are 21 and 19, 11 and a half back. Thunder are also 11 and a half back at 22 and 20, and the Pelicans are. 12.5 back at 20 and 20. Okay, now for extensive garbage time, the Clippers lead that with 18-21, 14 back. The Jazz are 17-24, 16 back. The Suns are 16-26, 17 and a half back. See what I mean? Mavericks are 19 back at 15 and 28. The Grizzlies. Oh, look at this. We have a log jam here. The Grizzlies, the Lakers, and the Kings are all 13-27, 19 and a half back. Ugh, what an ugly place to be, though. Ugh. I mean, really. 19 and a half back, and you're all trying to get out of the, out of the basement. Ugh. All right, so now on to the college level, and we'll sum it up like this. First up, of course, top 25. Duke had no problem, number seven Duke, over... Pittsburgh, 87 to 52. Uh, uh, Gary Trent Jr. had 14 points, five assists, and four rebounds. Jared Wilborn, Wilborn, Brain, 12 points, two rebounds, two assists. <coughs> Overtime here. TCU leads Texas 82-81, to go. Williams has 26 points, seven rebounds, four assists. And Coleman has 13 points, 12 assists, and 4 rebounds. Villanova, this was a top 10 matchup here, and it could have been a little bit more competitive, if you ask me. But number 1, Villanova, routed uh, number 10, Xavier, 89-65. Cantor had 15 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist. Booth, 21 points, 4 assists, and 2 rebounds. In a competitive game, which I'm surprised at, Michigan State uh, did beat Rutgers, but only by a score of 76-72. I'm surprised. Sanders had 22 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and Ward had 17 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 blocks. Very impressive, even though they lost. 
And finally, Florida State over Louisville. No, I'm sorry, Louisville over number 23, Florida State, 73-69. Abel, 16 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, Man, 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists. All right, so let's check out the rest of the schedule. And I'll also go back to doing tomorrow's games uh, for the NBA and NCAA after this. All right, so the schedule goes this way. Northwestern over Minnesota, 83-60. Georgia Tech over Notre Dame, 60-53. Virginia Tech over Wake, 83-75. Florida over Mississippi State, 71-54. UConn over Central Florida, 62-53. Western Carolina over Mercer, just barely. 58-56. 58-56. Uh, Furman over Chattanooga, 73-55. Warford over Harvard, just barely, 63-62. Indiana State gets past uh, Northern Iowa, 69-67. Davidson beat up on George Washington, 72-45. St. Bonaventure over Fordham, 77-61. George Mason over St. Joseph's, 81-79. Albany over Stony Brook, 78-65. New Hampshire over Binghamton, 71-67. UMass over LaSalle in overtime, 86-79. Quinnipiac over Marist, 80-79. Hartford over UMass of Lowell, 84 73. UMBC over Maine, 72-67. Vermont over Dartmouth, 91-78. Detroit over Cleveland State, 85-84. Good game. Oakland over Youngstown State, 95-82. Albany Christian, 82 Houston Baptist, 74. St. Francis, Stephen F. Austin over New Orleans, 70-68. Sam Houston State took care of Texas A&M CC, 82-50. Southeast Louisiana over Lamar, 63-58. Nicholas over McNeese, 85-80, competitive game. Kansas State over Oklahoma State, 86-82, another good one. Loyola, Illinois over Illinois State, 68-61. Evansville over Missouri State, 64-56. Valparaiso over Drake, 77-60. Missouri over Georgia, 68-56. Temple over SMU, 66-64. Colorado State over Utah State, 84-75. And New Mexico over Wyoming, 75-66. All right, so now we'll go to tomorrow's schedule. 
for the 11th of January, and it starts out like this. Got a, um, a noon game tomorrow, Lafayette versus Army. Six o'clock is Sanford at the Citadel. Seven o'clock has a whole slate of games, starting with Maryland versus Ohio State, Tulsa versus Houston, Greensboro versus East Tennessee State, South Carolina versus Fort Wayne, Northeastern over versus Charles Charleston. Wagner takes on Bryant. Central Connecticut takes on St. Francis of Brooklyn. LIU, Brooklyn, takes on FDU, Fairleigh Dickinson. Sacred Heart takes on Robert Marys. St. Francis of Pennsylvania takes on Robert Morris. Tennessee State takes on Eastern Illinois. Manhattan versus Fairfield, local battle. Siena versus Iona. Drexel takes on Delaware. Wilmington takes on Elon. Hofstra takes on Townsend. James Madison takes on William & Mary. South Carolina Upstate versus the Florida Gulf Coast. Kensaw State takes on Jacksonville. Lipsicum takes on North Florida. NGIT takes on Stenson. Loyola Marymount takes on American. Colgate versus BU, Boston University. Lehigh at Bucknell. Holy Mackerel, I mean, Holy Cross takes on Navy. Wright State takes on Northern Kentucky. Marshall takes on Charlotte. 7.30, games go like this. Georgia State versus Appalachia State. Georgia Southern takes on Coastal Carolina. 8 o'clock, Iowa takes on Illinois. Omaha takes on Western Illinois. Continuing on, Denver takes on North Dakota State. Oral Roberts takes on South Dakota State. Arlington takes on Little Rock. Belmont takes on Edward Edwardsville. Idaho State versus North Dakota. Florida International takes on San Antonio. Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion. Southern Miss takes on UAB. Texas State takes on Arkansas State. These are 830 games now. Austin takes on Tennessee State. Moorhead State takes on Southeast Missouri State. Murray State takes on Jacksonville State. A lot of state schools. Hmm. Eastern Kentucky versus Tennessee Martin. 9 o'clock. Number 5, Wichita State takes on East Carolina. Portland takes on number 15, Gonzaga. Oregon State takes on number 17, Arizona. 19th, Clemson takes on North Carolina State. Pepperdine takes on BYU. Also, UMKC takes on Utah Valley. New Mexico State takes on the Grand Canyon. Weber takes on Northern Colorado. Florida Atlantic versus UTEP. Louisiana Tech versus Mid-Tennessee. 10 o'clock, Oregon takes on number 11, Arizona State. Other 10 o'clock games are San Diego at Pacific, Chicago State at Seattle, Rio Grande Valley versus Bakersfield, uh, UC Davis versus UC Riverside. Also, Montana, uh, 10.05, Montana takes on Sacramento State. 10.30 is San Francisco and Layla Marymount. Fullerton takes on Irvine. And at 11, oh, a few more games at 11, St. Mary's at Santa Clara. Cal at Washington, Utah at UCLA, and Montana State at Portland State. Oh, boy, what a list. <laughs> All right, so 
We're done with that now. Now we'll go to the NBA for the um, games of tomorrow. And this one, I think, is a light list as well. Very light. It usually is on a Thursday. And the schedule goes like this. As well, there's only a few games tomorrow. All right, Boston will take on Philadelphia at 3. And that's a game, I think, in London, if I'm not mistaken. It's an annual game that the league does. 8 o'clock is uh, the Cavaliers versus the Raptors. 10 o'clock is the Clippers taking on the Kings. At 10.30, the Spurs take on the Lakers. Okay. So now we go to the news items of the day. All right. So now we're going to go to the today's news. And it goes, Wait, former NFL coach Norv Turner was in Charlotte, uh, Charlotte today to finalize a deal that would make him becoming the Panthers' new offensive coordinator. Uh, that's what league sources telling ESPN, ESPN. Turner's son works as a quarterback at Michigan and is also coming, uh, to, only coming from Michigan to Carolina as the next position coach for Cam Newton. The Panthers fired Mike Shula and Ken Dorsey. Head coach Ron Rivera said the change was needed because to further the development of Newton, who had 30 interceptions and 41 touchdown passes in two seasons. Rivera said he has a plan for replacement for Shula, but did not comment about Turner. When asked about him, it would be a, when asked about him, it would be a family affair of sorts as Brother Ron is an offensive coordinator, is an offensive consultant, and nephew Cameron is the assistant quarterbacks coach for the Panthers. So it would be a family affair. Continuing on, uh, Warriors guard Stephen Curry uh, was supposed to be out for tonight's games against the. He is out to for tonight's game against the Clippers with a right ankle sprain. Curry slipped and fell on the hardwood during a shoot-around this morning and underwent an evaluation. Alabama loses uh, wideout Calvin Ridley to the NFL draft, uh, making the announcement less than 48 hours after winning the national championship. However, running back Damian Harris will stay for his senior season, as sources were confirmed by ESPN's Chris Lowe. Uh, Defensive tackle Deron Payne also announced that he will skip his senior season to enter the NFL draft. Now for the sixth story of the day. MLB agent agent Jason Wood was fired today as there were disturbing reports that he filmed his clients showering. This violates for not holding up to the company's moral and ethical Code of Standards. The MLBPA is investigating allegations that Wood secretly filmed clients while using a shower. What a jerk. According to uh, Bang Rank Sports, which first reported the allegations of a player who did not want to be identified, found a camera when using Wood's shower, then confronted the agent and firing him. 
the company was CSE, and they have never had anything like this happen in the in their 30 plus years of their existence, as they hold a a severe code for moral and ethics. It's unbelievable what some people still try to do. Rather a sad story coming out of uh, Texas today. Texas Longhorns guard Andrew Jones was diagnosed today with leukemia. His family had made the announcement after going through a number of evaluations and tests over the past week. Andrew was diagnosed with leukemia. The family had released a statement through the university and has begun taking treatment and hope that he will be kept with thoughts and prayers as the family goes through this difficult period. Jones uh, suffered a wrist injury in early December and was forced to miss multiple games, but he did play in two games um, after that. He missed Saturday's games against Baylor in what was described as an unidentified illness. Jones did play in a December 29th game, home against Baylor, and lost. (coughs) Uh, Played for nine minutes and played a January 1st game against Iowa State for the same amount of time and actually won that game. Before the injury, he was the top-leading scorer of the school with 15.3 points per game. And I certainly wish him the best. Seattle's uh, Seahawks coach fired offensive coordinator Darnell uh, Irvio after seven years. Uh, he was informed by the decision last night that, according to Pro Football Talk, uh, that first reported the dismissal. The Seahawks did not announce the firing, though the move did not surprise Coach Pete Carroll completely. Uh, Pete Carroll opened the door, left the door open for potential coaching changes when he said after the season, after the season, that the staff would be evaluated. Seahawks actually did finish 9-7, and seven, but missed the playoffs for the first time since 2011. They were 15th in total offense and 11th in total scoring, but had trouble moving the ball in the last month of the regular season, producing fewer than 150 yards. In Week 15, they lost to the Rams, and in Week 16, they lost to the Cowboys. It was the lowest yardage since 2013. The Marlins' dumpster fire sale continues as Starlin Castro becomes the latest Marlin to ask for a trade. Castro, who was acquired by the Marlins last month from the Yankees, said he does not want to be a part of the team's rebuilding process after enduring losing in the beginning of his career with the Cubs when they were still rather pathetic before they returned into a championship team. Um, in his in his earliest career, he becomes the third player to ask for a trade, joining outfielder Christian Yelch and catcher T.J. Realmato. And Marlins' new ownership group trade D. Gordon, Marcel Osana, and of course Giancarlo Stanton. And they just continue to get worse as Jeter was criticized early in this in the offseason for letting the top players go. Well, can you blame them? Mm. All right. Raptors board Sergei Inkaba and Heat board James 
Johnson were both ejected from last night's game after trading punches with each other. They began throwing punches at each other, at each other as they waited for an inbound pass under the Miami basket. Officials reviewed the basket and was given technical fouls and ejections to both players. This was the fifth ejection for Incubus career for Incubus career and Johnson's third. All have come since the beginning of last season. Kevin Durant closes on a milestone. He is nearing the 20,000-point mark and could be easily done before tonight's game is over. This is against the Clippers. He would become one of only, only the fifth player to reach that mark before the age of 30. The other players have done so are in good company. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Will Chamberlain, and LeBron James. Kansas City Chiefs hire Eric uh, Byerie as the new offensive coordinator, replacing Matt Nagy, who is now the head coach of the Chicago Bears. My condolences. Um, he has uh, been running back coach since 2013, and with Andy Reid, when he arrived as head coach. Um, Miami was coordinator of at Colorado at 2011 and at 2012. So he does have some experience in this position. All right, so now just to check to see if we have any other news here. I'll go to NHL first. As we're looking for, ah, but I did find, I did find something else here that might be of interest. Uh, especially even to you, some of you Mets fans. Oh, I have to say that. Sources say that Jay Bruce is returning to Mets on a three-year, $39 million contract. Uh, two baseball sources told ESPN earlier today. How fortunate. Bruce is uh, 30 with a 249 career hitter with 277 home runs over 10 seasons with the Reds, Mets, and the Indians. He had received interest from the Giants on a free agent market before electing to return to the Mets. Yeah, is it going to help your season, though, next year? Because, you know, you really didn't do all that well. The Mets initially initially required Bruce from Cincinnati for second baseman Dilson Hernia and pitcher Max Wolthell in August of 2016, then trade him to the Indians for a minor league pitcher Ryder Ryan during the stretch drive last summer. Uh, Bruce's deal is the second highest for a free agent position player this offseason, trailing only first baseman Carlos Santana's three-year guaranteed $60 million deal with the Philadelphia Phillies last month. Mm. Yeah, but the way that the... um, Mets played this season, uh, last season. I don't think they're going to be worth it. When you when you really think about, because they just did, they just did not step up at all. All right, got a few. I got a few hockey notes here concerning the Blackhawks and the Coyotes. Blackhawks get disgruntled forward Anthony Duclair from the Coyotes. Uh, from the, after reportedly re- requested a trade from the team. Oof. 
the Blackhawks shipped forwards Richard Pike and Loring Lorette Dolphin to the Coyotes for declare and defenseman Adam Clendening. Well, the Coyotes can use some help. There's a lot of things that go inside the trade. Coyotes general manager John Schinkler said today that some of them have already apparent. You see Anthony plays at his speed and skill, which is obvious to everyone. There are some things that I think should be stay behind closed doors. It was a long process. We went through a lot of different approaches and a lot of different things, though two different coaching staffs here. At the end of the day, it just feels that both sides, it was the best way to move up. Yeah, well, the Coyotes aren't, you know, the Coyotes, you know, all the help they can get because they haven't done anything. I mean, really, that, that, team, that team was in shambles. So we shall. So, but we'll we'll see uh, what happens from there. All right. Uh, just to go to the uh, NBA for the quick final score updates before I hand it back over. And they go like this. There's a few games in progress. Oh wait, there are there are a few other there are a few other notes here. I just want to take care of. Isaiah Thomas fined twenty thousand dollars for striking Andrew Wiggins. Above the shoulders in Monday's game. Yeah. Uh, Thomas was assessed with a flagrant foul uh, to and ejected for the incident, which happened at the 647 mark in the third quarter of the Cavaliers' 127-99 loss to the Timberwolves on Monday. Thomas said after the game, it was inadvertent, and he was just going for the steal. Yeah, well... Apparently, the referees didn't see it that way. Williams accepted the apology and brushed off that the contact was brushed off the contact as unintentional. Well, still, I mean, you know, what the ref sees is something different. That's the one, and that's the opinion that counts. Uh, Wolves Jeff Tehege returns to the Timberwolves lineup after missing seven games with a sprained MCL. Uh, and got a 104-88 victory over the Thunder. He missed seven games with a sprained MCL in his left knee. Tehege returned to practice wearing a brace on his knee and worked out on the court before the team announced that he would play. His first season in Minnesota, he's averaging 13.4 points per game with a team high 7.3 assists per game. Um, in his absence, the Timberwolves are 4-3. and DeHagee also missed the final four games in November with a sore right Achilles. Boy, talk about injury prone. That's something you don't, that's something, uh, you don't need. Cavaliers, I think. Sources, Lakers. Ah, interesting article here. Sources, Lakers call off deal with Jamal Wilson. Add reports of lawsuit surfaces. As if the season for them hasn't been bad enough. After planning to sign uh, Wilson to a 10 day contract for the Lakers, change course and won't complete a deal with a free agent 
for league sources told ESPN. Lakers uh, changed their minds on the deal after, today after a TMZ report surfaced that a woman had filed a lawsuit at Los Angeles County Superior Court alleging that she contracted a sexually transmitted disease from Wilson while dating him. Oh, boy. Continue on. The report says that the woman alleges that Wilson knew he had STD when they allegedly engaged in unprotected sex and didn't share the information with her. What kind of a a guy are you? The Lakers have ruled the possibility of a deal with Wilson in the future, according to league sources. Wilson's agent, Steve McCaskill of Catalyst Sports, told ESPN, uh, Jamal has been has been harmed by the recent accusation, which has now resulted in damage to his NBA career. We will not tolerate these false accusations, but we will pursue all legal matters with the full force of the law. Uh, Wilson had and the Lakers originally planned to sign him to a 10-day contract today and activate him for tomorrow night's game versus San Antonio. Wilson averaged seven points on 43% shooting with the Clippers this season on a two-way contract. You make one mistake and it can scar you for life. Well, that's the same in anything, really. But this, I mean, still, you know, you, in this day and age, you really, you really got to watch it. All right, so as I said, we'll just do some NBA final scores, and then I'll turn back over to you as we have late games going on in progress. This was a this was a very active night though in the in the NBA, and your scores go like this. All right. Clippers are now okay. It is now the all games over. I I take that back. All games have halftime is the Warriors now leading the Clippers sixty-two to fifty-eight. DeAndre Jordan has ten points, nine rebounds, two assists. Kevin Durant has now reached the twenty thousand point mark as he now has. 25 points, two rebounds, and two assists. There it is. It's written all. It's written all there in big, beautiful letters. Kevin Durant, 20,000. Congratulations. The second youngest player in NBA history to reach 20,000 points. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. All right. So uh, that concludes my notes for the evening. So I'll turn it back over to you. <coughs> All right, that's going to do it for episode 410. MSU is 25 of 34 from the free throw line. That's still unacceptable, but then again, that's what they are. That's episode 410 of the post game. Ed Smith will join us on Blog Talk Radio for a follow-up. We're going to talk about the uh, his say. Of, we'll let him chime in on uh, the on ESPN's NHL conference reel. Asinine NHL Conference Realignment, the article. And um, Jeff Moss's sources that Matt Patricia will become the Lions head coach. And we'll talk some Pistons. Episode 411 
I will I will I will have covered solo because I'm in St. Louis on Friday. Wow. Yeah. Road uh, in St. Louis in St. Louis, Michigan, actually. Oh. Yeah, the St. Louis Sharks in Mid Michigan. Okay. But I was thinking St. Louis, and I thought Missouri. Uh, I, I, I thought I thought that you were thinking that, but yes, yeah. There's a St. Louis in Michigan. We covered if again St. Louis for basketball this season. Right. We usually cover Breckenridge as a third team for football and basketball. Mm-hmm. But that, but not this season in basketball, I'm afraid. But well, at least you got something. That said, again, episode four eleven, I'll go solo. Episode four twelve. You and I will take this one. All right. We'll take. Till then, at 11, Saturday 11. Till then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Good night, folks.